Ooh. <laughs> What's up, good people? It's time for another session of that verbal cardio, man. We back. We back in business, man. Another glorious week, man. Another glorious podcast episode. We are back once again, man. It's good to be here, man. It's good to still be alive, man. If, you, if you're still alive, man, count your blessings, man, because everybody ain't alive. So, be, you know, be happy that you're still alive, you're breathing, you're thriving, you're existing, you're, you're eating, you're on your phone, your bills are paid, all that, man. Remember to drink water, man. Co-host extraordinaire, water. Best co-host on the planet, man. The best co-pilot, co-host, companion on the planet, water. I want y'all drinking it. I want y'all drinking water. When you see me, I want you thinking about water. I want you feeling guilty because you don't drink enough water. When you see me, when you hear me, I want you to be like, oh, let me get my water together. I want you scrambling to get the water. And whenever I come up, whenever you think about me, whenever you see me, whenever you turn on this podcast, I want you getting your water up every time. That's the legacy I want to leave behind, man. Tony was funny, man, but he really got me on my water for real. That's the ultimate legacy. That's what I want to see. That's what I want cracking and popping. That's what I demand of all of you. A lot of people think I'd be judging them because I'm a vegetarian and be like, man, I eat meat. You, you think you're better than me. I don't be judging y'all because I used to eat meat. So how could I possibly even remotely fathom the thought of judgment? I used to, I ate meat for 37 years, 38, when the, 39, whatever. You know what I'm saying? For years. I didn't become a vegetarian until 2017, January 2017. I was I was I was turning 40 that year, so I was 39 when I gave up the meat. So I would never, I could never sit here and be like, you know, yeah, man, you people to eat meat, y'all are trash. I could never, but y'all automatically trigger that, and y'all be like, nah, man, you think you better than this? I ain't telling y'all what to do, but I'm telling y'all what to do. And let's drink water. Drink water. If anything, I'm telling you to drink more water. Yes, I am telling you that. I'm judging you. If you don't drink enough water, I'm judging the shit out of your whole existence. Because clearly you don't care about your health. You don't care about your insides. You don't care about the molecule that makes up most of your body. You don't care. You don't care, so I'm judging you. Judgment, yes. Tony looking down on you. goddamn right I'm looking down on you if you ain't drinking your water out here. Drink more water, man. No excuses. No bullshit. I don't want to hear it. You know, they say if you drink too much, shut up. You're not even close to drinking too much water. Get in, but I got to pee all the time. Well, boo-hoo, boo-hoo, because you got to pee. Oh, I got to pee too much. That's the aim, man. That means your body is filtering itself out. Get that bullshit out of your body. We supposed to be peeing out here, man. We ain't supposed to be holding on to these liquids and toxins, man. Piss that shit out. So if you're going to the bathroom a lot, guess what? Good. Good. There's a reason why we expel waste. Get that shit out your system, man. I don't want to hear none of y'all lame excuses. It's never good enough. Hush. And get in on this water, man. Sick of y'all, man. Just get in on it. Quit being soft. Quit being whiny. Man. I don't want to be judged. Man, sometimes you need to be judged. The judge and jury is out. You need to drink more water. I sentence you to drinking more water, man. Tired of this. Get in on it, man. I got a mirror in here on the ones and twos. He ain't got no Popeyes in here today. 
know what I'm saying? I had Popeyes yesterday. That's why. Oh, okay. All right. I just they, missed. Man, bro. They every time I get on something, I be looking. They be like, "Oh yeah, uh, fifty percent off on the wings." I'm like, "I can't four fifty four dollars fifty cent." Is that how much it is? It was something like it was like maybe four dollars for six wings. You get six wings for four dollars? Yes, that's mad cheap. And then I got uh, and I got of course I doubled up because I was like, "Well, I'm basically getting two for the price of one." Yeah, same thing. And I was like, breakfast oh. and dinner, lunch and dinner. So I, I had to do it. I had wings back to back. I had wings on Sunday and I had wings on Monday. Oh, you wings McGee. You it's, wings house over it's, here. It's in my DNA, man. I can't. Damn. You having wings again today? No, 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 no. All right. Because I still got leftover wings from yesterday. You going to finish those? Uh, tonight, yeah. Okay. No yeah. biscuit? Nah, they don't give you no biscuit, though. But the combo, they don't do the biscuit. It's fries and a drink with that. See, they being stingy with the biscuits. I feel like they... Specifically set it up in a way where certain stuff is going to get the biscuit. So you like the fried chicken pieces, you get a biscuit. Yeah. Uh, I think when I used to get like the, they used to have nuggets. I don't know if they still do that. They used mm. to come with a biscuit. Um, like even if you get the sandwich, it's not going. I mean, obviously you well, yeah. want a biscuit with a sandwich, but I'm just saying like, yeah, not everything has a biscuit with it. Got it, man. This it's part of the pro. Like when I when I think about Popeyes, I think about biscuits first. Like, I was driving through Burbank uh, last night, and I was like, yo, Burbank got two Popeyes. And I was just thinking about the biscuits. <laughs> and, like, because the Popeyes biscuits is just phenomenal. You know what I'm saying? I know everybody be like, man, you you got to have a beverage, man. It's going to kill you, man. But listen, kill me. Kill me, man. I love a good biscuit. I don't think it's as dry as people make it out there. They be that. making it seem like I'm eating just sand and biblical papers. It's like that, uh, what's that? Uh, what's the chat? They have a challenge like the graham cracker, try to eat too many at oh. the same time or whatever. Like, they think the Popeye's biscuit. There's a challenge like that. for that? Yeah, you can't do that. Like, you'll choke. You need, wa- like, you need water with the graham cracker thing. It's almost like the cinnamon challenge, but it's different with, with graham crackers. Because graham crackers are just I haven't red seen and this salt. Challenge. You can't, it's like there's a certain amount of graham crackers you can't eat them all because you literally, your body will literally not be able to swallow it because it's too dry. Oh, snap. I wonder, I wonder if they eat in the whole, you know how when you get graham crackers, they come in bricks. Yeah. So you get normally in the graham cracker box, you get three bricks wrapped. Yeah. So it's like three three bricks of, of graham crackers. There might be a certain each number. brick got like maybe eight graham crackers in it. Yeah, that's too many though. So I wonder, if, I wonder if they doing a full eight brick or are they doing like four. I feel like four is more bearable than eight because eight. I don't think like you're not trying to survive if you do eight. Like. I want to do this challenge. <laughs> I want to get in on this. If this is, I'm going to look into this graham cracker challenge. I'm going to do it. Because I've been, I've been craving graham crackers low key anyway. So this is just giving me a reason to get up in there. Yeah, I think I might do the graham cracker challenge, man. I love graham crackers, by the way. Graham crackers is fire. Oh, fire. But I haven't really been eating, uh, I haven't really been eating sweets and stuff. So that's why I ain't really. Struggle Beer Bakery is up in here. Oh, this guy. The devil just walked in, y'all. Oh, IG Live. I'm cutting y'all off. You want to see the rest of this? Join my Patreon. Click the link in my bio on my Instagram. Click that Patreon tab. Join join the money, the money tiers. If you join the free tier, you're not going to get access to nothing. So make sure you join the money tier. But I'm cutting the IG Live off. If you want to see the rest of this episode, you can watch it tomorrow on my YouTube page. If not, if you still just want to dwell in the non-Patreon lifestyle, 
you, you get limited access. So make the decision, y'all. Click the link in my bio. Click that Patreon tab. Join up, man. I'm out. Um, first of all, shout out to my patron saints. Zakia, Kobe McGuire, Justin, Mark G, Courtney, King Julius, Lace, the Fly Bohemian, Ben. Ben is a new member. Welcome, Ben. Styler, Sharon McD, Tony Ant, um, G-Man, QDB, P-Pie, I see you, Cat James, Zay Nova, Sharon McD, Aries Taurus, 19. You're going to have to make a decision, Aries Taurus. Either you're going to be Aries or you're going to be Taurus. None of the cusp. We're not doing the cusp up in here. Which side do you claim? Which side do you claim? Tauruses get a bad rap, and I'm sick of it. I'm tired of it, man. I feel like Tauruses don't get enough props, man. People just sling us up into the they stubborn category and just write us off like we just these terrible people. Show us love, man. People love us. You know what I'm saying? I'm not feeling the bad rap we getting. I saw, I saw a post the other day, and they were talking about the list of the most attractive zodiac signs in order according to like a poll they did or whatever. And Pisces was number one. And then, and then Taurus came in at 10 out of 12. I was like, man, who, who chimed in, man? Who clocked in on this? How Taurus is 10th. I, I ain't like it, man. I ain't like it. I was like Pisces, man. I ain't never dated no Pisces. I ain't never dated a Pisces, man. I was like, man, nobody checking for y'all. I mean, no disrespect to Pisces, but look out, man. Nobody looking for y'all, man. I ain't never dated one of y'all. Like the 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 girls that, you know, really resonated with me. Ain't, ain't a Pisces among them. My ex-girlfriend is a Virgo. My ex-wife is a Libra. You know what I'm saying? Uh, dated a Scorpio for a little bit. Uh, my first girlfriend ever, she was a Cancer. You know what I mean? Uh... I dealt with a Gemini before, Virgo. Virgo, I dealt with quite a few Virgos. But no, I can't think of no Pisces. Can't think of no Pisces, no Aquarius, no Sagittarius. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, yo, man, who made this list? Taurus is where it's at. Taurus is out here. Now, I don't think I've ever dealt with a a, uh, a woman Taurus. I don't think I've ever dated a woman Taurus. So, I don't know. I don't know how, you know, the dynamics between the male Taurus and the female Taurus. I don't know, you know what I'm saying, how they, how, I don't know how Taurus on Taurus works. But I'm sure it could work because Taurus is dope. So I don't know. But I do know this. Respect us. Respect the Taurus, man. I'm sick of it. Tired of it. Latoya asks, have you dated a man, Taurus? Are you asking me? I haven't dated a man. I'm not, I'm not into men. I don't know if you was asking me or not, but just put some respect on this, man. Anybody in the chat where any of y'all dated a Taurus man? Taurus women are everything, boo. Okay. Who in here has dated a Taurus man? 
I had a rough stretch of back-to-back Tauruses. Passionate for show. Oh, snap. Hold on. Your wife is a Taurus. Let's go. Male Tauruses are mad affectionate. Let's go. Dating one now. Man, we out here. Taurus on Taurus is incompatible. Well, that may be so. I'm not sure. Your husband is a Taurus. I have Taurus. And uh, Taurus and Taurus are not it. Okay. So Taurus on Taurus, that's not the move. You smashed the Taurus, man. Was it a good smash? Was the smash legit? Taurus is a super cool. We loyal as fuck. This is facts. Your brother is a Taurus. Taurus are the most truthful sign. This is facts. The smash is great. Let's go. Let's go. I used to I used to date a Taurus and my wife was a Taurus. Let's go, man. The smash is legit. Yeah, man. Love us. We out here, man. We we are valued and valid members of the Zodiac community, man. We get a bad rap, but y'all love us. You know what I'm saying? Sick of it. Now you need to look for a Taurus. Taurus, Taurus men is where it's at, man. Shout out to my fellow Taurus men out here. London Brown, Kev on stage, CT, DC Irvin. We out here, man. Respect us. Um. So, so my patron saints, they come in here with questions and topics uh, that we can do on the show. Uh, somebody asked about the David Lucas controversy. Nana P, I talked about that on the last episode. So if you want to check that out, you can. Uh, you know what I'm talking about? You feel me? Um, I touched on the Cam Newton situation a little bit on daddy issues. Um, but it just goes to show you, man, these, these athletes are just different. So be careful what athletes you run up on. Because when they 6'5", 240, watch out. I don't know what you thought this was, but it ain't that. So be careful. You just a regular, if you just a regular civilian running up on top tier athletes, even, even if they retired or not, be careful. You might get slung around. Cam Newton was slinging them grown men around, making them look like children. Keep that in mind, man. Keep that in mind. People that do athletic shit for a living, it's a different, it's a different vibe. Gotta make sure your stamina's up to par. You gotta make sure you're on the up and up. You can't just be running up on athletes, man. Be careful. I know, I know, I know you, I know you think you got hands. I know you think you do this. I know, I know you're thinking you, you can you can measure up. You think you can measure up to all the athletes you see. You think you got a little something because you was decent at the gym or at the at the at the at the YMCA or back in high school. But but when you ain't doing it for a living, key professional millions of dollars on the line, you do this for a living, you better relax. Even the scrub professionals, you better relax. You better watch out, man. Watch out. 
And his hat never came off. His hat never came off. When you get jumped and you never lose your hat, that lets you know, one, they was little. And two, you just had control the whole time. Be careful. Be careful. Because usually when you get jumped, the hat, the hat is the first to go. When you get jumped, man, the hat is like, oh, I'm out of here. I ain't signing up for this. The hat is usually the first to go. The hat is like, nah, man, I'm getting the hell up out of Dodge. You remember AZ? You remember the rapper AZ and Belly? In the movie Belly, when Nas came outside of the barbershop and AZ was out there holding that baby and the dudes that was coming to get the get back on Nas was pulling up. AZ peeped the scene and he got the hell out of Dodge. He's like, I'm about to blow done. And he left. That's what hats be doing when you about to get jumped. Hats can see it coming. They're like, oh, hell no. That's why some people get knocked out of their hat first. Like the first hit, hat is out of here. So the hat is AZ and belly. The hat going to leave you. But when that hat stay on, that means you was in control the whole time. Shout out to Cam Newton's hat, man. It never left. It never, it was an extravagant hat. That hat like, nah, man, we here to stay. This is easy work. The hat low-key gave him strength. That hat gave him extra strength. It was strength in that hat. That was a magic hat. You know what I'm talking about? You feel me? Big magic, man. Uh, let me pay the bills real quick, man. Listen, factor. Factor meals, man. Get in on these, okay? Factors, delicious, ready-to-eat meals make eating better every day easy. Whenever the, wherever tomorrow takes you, be ready with pre-prepared, chef-crafted, and dietitian approved meals delivered right to your front door. You'll have over 35 different options a week to choose from, including keto, calorie smart, vegan and veggie, and more. And there's even more to enjoy with over 55 nutrition pack add-ons that help make your weekly meal planning even more delicious. What are you waiting for? Get started today and have a feel-good week of meals ready to go. Two-minute meals. Fuel up fast with Factor's restaurant-quality meals that are ready to heat and eat. And wherever you are, wherever you are. Snacks, smoothies, and more. Discover a wide variety of easy options for the entire day like breakfast midday bites and more sign up and save we've done the math factor is less expensive than takeout and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious factor is the perfect solution if you're looking for fast upscale options done easily flexible for your schedule get as much or as little as you need by choosing six to 18 meals per week plus you can pause or reschedule your deliveries for any time. No prep, no mess meals. Factor meals are 100% ready to, to heat and eat, so there's no prepping, cooking, or cleanup needed. I got Factor in my refrigerator right now. I had the, I had the, uh, the mushroom joint with the, little, with the little mashed potatoes in there and the asparagus. It was a good time. Had the vegan chili on deck. The vegan chili was a good time, man. Um, so factor it was so easy. It was just like too easy, too quick, too easy. Bam. I was done. And the smoothies is fire. They got smoothies. They got, uh, they got shots, little health shots, man. They got whatever you need, man. So head to factormeals.com slash verbal 50 and use the code verbal 50 
to get 50% off. That's code VERBAL50 at factormeals.com slash VERBAL50 to get 50% off. You're getting half off. You got half off. Listen, I see what you're saying, uh, Peepie. I will show proof in my refrigerator. My refrigerator popping right now. You know what I'm saying? My refrigerator is popping right now, man. Y'all better respect my fridge. It's popping. It's, it's cracking. It's popping, man. Shout out to everybody that's in here, man. Um, all 90, 93 of you, I appreciate you. Um, Jamal Barlow asks, if you could have any animal as a personal pet, what would you choose? I talked about this on Daddy Issues. I'm going to talk about it again. A personal pet, I want to go tiger, but I want a silverback gorilla. And with a silverback gorilla, I feel like it wouldn't be a pet. It would be more of an, a companion for real. Like I couldn't, I couldn't call a silverback gorilla a pet pet. That would just have to be like, yo, that's my that's my dog, Gerald, man. That's my boy, Gerald. I want a male silverback gorilla. You know what I'm talking about? That's 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 what I would. That's the pet I want. That's the pet for me. But I don't want to. I don't want to say pet. I want to say companion. That's my boy. You know what I'm saying? And 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 if they're trying to jump me like they did Cam Newton, Gerald gonna pull up. Gerald gonna pull up. He gonna be like, "Hey, what the hell going on, man?" He gonna be. He gonna be beating that chest. You gonna run? You gonna run up? Who gonna run up on Gerald? Who? Who gonna run up on Gerald? If you see me out and about, I'm at the spot, and you see Gerald with me, you gonna think twice. You're going to be like, man, I don't like Tony, man, but goddamn Gerald with him. Gerald going to rip your arms loose. He, he going to come in chest first, slinging y'all around like, look, did you ever see those videos of gorillas grabbing grown people and sliding them down the foliage like it's nothing? Like it's just a backpack? Sliding a full-grown human across the foliage like it's a bag of groceries. Strength is everything, man. I want Gerald as a pet, man. Gerald gonna have my back. I could pull up Gerald in the shotgun, be like, man, where y'all going? Hey, man, me and Gerald just out here, man, taking our little Sunday drives. And Gerald be sitting in the in the in the shotgun, elbow in the window. You know what I'm talking about? Yes. Give me, give me. Give me a silverback gorilla. That that's that's the companion I want. And and we both vegetarians, so we can we can share snacks. We can. It's just gonna be easy to shop for him because he's gonna be eating the stuff I eat. He gonna be like, yo, let me. You get them carrots, Tone. You get them carrots. You get them Brussels sprouts. You get. Hey man, give me some bamboo shafts. You know what I'm saying? It's gonna be easy to shop for him. He don't eat meat. Me neither. We got a lot in common. We're going to be eating fruit, vegetables. I'm going to be like, man, Gerald, try this juice. He's going to be like, mm. ooh. Hell yeah. Silverback gorilla. That's what I want. That's what I want, man. Silverback. Um. So G-Man 83 is asking this. If you could be Kevin Feige for a year, 
what would your plan for the MCU be? Introducing more popular characters, team-ups, comics you'd like to adapt uh, to live, et cetera, et cetera. So if you're not familiar with who Kevin Feige is, he's the head of Marvel uh, Studios. So um, if I'm Kevin Feige, right, I'm dialing everything back. I'm dialing everything back. I'm 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 taking it light on all this multiverse bullshit that's going on that they're going overboard with. I'm dialing everything back. I'm starting from scratch, and it's just going to be a slow build. So what's happening is they're trying to they're trying to do too much. They're trying to lump everything in, and it's getting confusing, and it's getting like flat. So bring everything back, dial it down, bring the budgets, bring the budgets down. You know, we ain't got to have no $200 million right out the gate. Just dial everything back. I want to start with the X-Men. I want to focus on the X-Men, strip it all down, start with the X-Men, have faith in the source material. You know, if we're going to do X-Men from scratch, we're going to do it from scratch the right way. X-Men. It should be, we're going to do the initial five. We're going to do Professor X, the initial five members. I know they want to throw Wolverine in there immediately, but we can hold off on Wolverine. We got time. People believe in the Marvel brand. We got time. Just build the, the solid character base. You got Cyclops, Jean Grey, Angel, Beast, and uh, Iceman. Professor X, we got Magneto and the Brotherhood of Evil Mutants. That's enough to go on to get the X-Men ball rolling. Then, you know, when we get established, when we get used to those that core five, don't, don't overload the movie with too many different characters to where people are out here by the wayside with nothing to do. That nice little small five-member group, that's enough for us to get attached to everybody. Think about think about Guardians of the Galaxy. You got Drax, Groot, Rocket, Gamora, and uh, Quill. Those are the five main. So when we started out with that, we got a we got a feel for every character. G- Gamora is the, is the straight man. She don't take no shit. It's serious business with her. Y'all having a good time? I don't think this shit is funny, but I love y'all and rock with y'all. This is the character arc. We got Rocket, man. Everything Rocket said was mad funny. Rocket was funny. He was good with the with the with the creations, the mechanics, the gunplay, and he was super. He was super close with Groot, and Groot is just like, "Yo, man, I am Groot. That's it. I am Groot." And be like, "What you mean?" I'm like, "I am Groot." Oh, I thought you meant something else. I am Groot. And then we we get Quill, who is just like, I love music and just having a good time and dancing and vibing. You know, I got delusions of grandeur a little bit, but you know, I'm here. And you got Drax that's just so on the nose, just like ridiculous and like, yo, man, you take everything literally. Chill out. And so we we grew to just love these characters. And so they started, they started with that core base. And then when the sequels came, now we can add Mantis and we can expand on Nebula. And so it's like, but they took their time. So I feel like with X-Men, they can take their time with the core five and professor X, the villain in Magneto is going to be fired because Magneto is one of the best villains of all time, in my opinion. So we got a fantastic villain with a fantastic origin story with super dope power. So we got that. So it's like, 
the X-Men can be fired. Then when you do the sequel, that's when you can incorporate the new X-Men. Like when they go to that island, uh, that living island, Krakatoa or whatever, and they get captured and they get stuck. And Professor X had to, he had to find a new team. That's when he got Nightcrawler, Storm, Colossus, uh, Fire, uh, Sunfire, Thunderbird. That's when he went and got a whole new crew. He got Banshee. You know, he had, he had, I think, I think Havoc and Polaris was already with them on that island. So it's like, boom. So now we come back, we got these new characters, Nightcrawler as well. We got these new characters. And so it's like, all right, they faded out the old team, brought in the new. We could just do that. And and for me, for me, X-Men is my favorite comic book team of all time. X-Men is my favorite comic book creation of all time, hands down. So I, I really be wanting the X-Men to be done right. And so I feel like you strip everything down. Don't have the re- crazy, ridiculous budgets. Don't be trying to shove in too many characters at once. And then boom, we back in business. And then from there, from there, you can have your spinoffs like X Factor, X Men. You know what I'm saying? The different teams you can you can fa- you can split those off into different properties. But just make sure you get that core right when you when you strip it down and come back to the X Men because I feel like the X Men. I feel like the X-Men can really blow and really pop if they do it right, if they cast it right, and if they get that character development down, then it's an easy win. So that's what I would do if I was Kevin Feige. I'd be like, all right, man, X-Men is the goal, that is the focus. And the X-Men universe is so vast and big that it can stand on its own. Like all that Avengers stuff, that worked because they had so many characters to work with. You can do that too with the X-Men universe, with, with those characters, with, with the mutant, with the mutant storyline and the legacy and the rich characters that they got. Come on, man. The sky's the limit. So that's what I would do if I was Kevin Feige. You know what I'm talking about? You feel me? Great question, though. As you can see, you know, I nerded out. But that's what I would do, man. Let let the X-Men be the focus to start to to reinvigorate the Marvel studio, you know, system. You know what I'm talking about? You feel me? Um, and thank you. Whoever said I did I did a good job at Flappers last night. Thank you. And thank you for coming to the show. I appreciate you. Uh Jay Wan asks, what superfood product do you recommend for smoothies? Um, I've been experimenting with my smoothies lately. So the smoothie I make at home now, I, I I do protein powder. So I actually mix and match a few. So I got this K Chava. Um, it's like a it's like a meal supplement. It's it's called K Chava's the brand, and uh, so it's got all kind of benefits up in there. I, I I gotta read what's on the back, but it's got a whole bunch of benefits in there. But I only use one scoop, so I use half a serving. I use the uh, the vanilla the vanilla protein, and I also use the strawberry protein. Um, so those three those three protein powders are in there. Well, the uh, the the meal replacement is more than just a protein. It's, it's got all kind of nutrients in there, the vegetable nutrients, all of that. I got the K chava, yeah, and so and that, the one I use mostly is the the chai flavored joint. So I got those three things. I got the banana milk as the liquid base. In that in that smoothie, I sprinkle in ginseng. Uh, 
of green tea, maca, and what 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 is the uh I always forget the name of uh, uh I can't think of the name of the, the other thing I, I put in there. It's a liquid. Uh, shit, I can't think of the name of it. So I'll put that in there. I put the frozen bananas in there. I mix that up. Also, the, the pills I take, I take uh, magnesium, sea moss, um, these, uh, these like two, I do a probiotic. I do like a mushroom uh, pill situation, B12, the one-a-day multivitamin. So I have all these pills, too, that I take. I take the pills, I drink the smoothie, and that's that's my go-to for my homemade smoothie. Now, what I've recently just bought and added, I got maca powder, I got um, some chia seed powder, and I have like the super green, I got the super green powder, and another super green powder. So I've been adding that in as well. So I've been getting extravagant with the smoothies, man. So that's what I'll be doing with my smoothies. Now, if I if I want to make another one without the powders, then I would do um I would do banana, the banana milk, uh spinach and kale, cinnamon, either agave or honey. And mix that up, and then boom, we out here. We out here, man. We live direct. Uh, Bundy McBuckets asks, what's the maximum amount of money you'll pay a doctor to save midnight? Um, The maximum amount of money I would pay a doctor to save my cat midnight. Uh... Man, you putting the, you you literally putting the price on this man. You putting the price on his head. Midnight, hundred thousand, <laughs> hundred grand, hundred grand for my for my dog, man. And they like, yeah, we can save midnight, man. Hundred grand. But I, I need to be guaranteed. I need to be guaranteed results. I need to be guaranteed results, man. I need to be like, yo, man, I need to know midnight is going to live long past this operation. If I'm putting down a hundred grand, don't have me take him home. And then he died two weeks later. Fuck no. I, I need guarantees here. Matter of fact, you do the procedure. And if he lasts, if he out here, he he good, he back to normal, then I'm then I'ma pay you. Hundred grand for my for, same with uh same with Dabs, man. Hundred grand on these cats. No, I'm talking about you feel me. Now Gerald, the silverback gorilla, half a million. Five hundred thousand. For Gerald, come on, man. That's Gerald, man. That's Gerald. Come on, man. Half a million, man. <laughs> Half a million. Come on, man. Um, Shemaine uh, McCautry. McCautry? McCautry? 
Long distance relationships, yay or nay? American cars or foreign hiking or skiing? Or it's, oh, that's a separate question. Long distance relationships, yay or nay? Um, I'm with a long distance relationship at this point in my life. Long distance, uh, long distance could work for me. Um, because I don't, I don't always have to be up under you. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like with the long distance absence, I I fully believe, I fully believe that absence makes the heart grow fonder. I really believe that. I really believe like, you know, when you, when you're missing your partner and you got that time away, it just builds an anticipation and like a, like a thing where you don't get tired of them. And it's just like, man, I can't wait to see you. You know what I'm saying? Like nothing, nothing gets old because, you know, you're not you're not up under one another day in and day out, getting on each getting on each other's nerves and like, you know, the little quirks and like the everyday. And you're not taking taking them for granted. So I feel like a long distance thing, it definitely has its challenges. Like you the trust, the trust got to be without question. The trust has to be strong, big strong. Um the the trust is the main thing. But you get that, you get that space, you get that time apart, you get that that breathability. You can be like, man, get off me. Like if you if you're the type of person, be just be like, man, get off me, man. Just for a second, just let me get my feet together. If you're the type of person that don't need to be have your lover all on your neck 24-7, you can really thrive in a long-distance relationship. It really just depends on how needy you are for your other for your other person's company. Like, do you have to be caked up? Do you have to be, what are you doing, babe? I'm coming over. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Some people love the space. Some people love that freedom. Some people love to just not be lorded over. You know, and some people just like, you know what I'm saying? Let me miss you. Let me miss you, man. So, Yeah. But the communication got to be right. The communication got to be right. Fire communication. We gonna if we gonna be long distance, the communication got to be fire. To where we we talking, we we having great times talking to one another long distance, and I can't wait to see you. So I so I go for yay on the uh, on the long distance relationship. But it you know it's not for everybody. I get it. It's not for everybody. But I go with the yay. Especially especially if you're not like, you know, especially if you're not a sex fiend as well. Let's talk about the sexual side of it. If you're not a sex fiend where you can you can smash every so often and, and still exist, long distance is a yay. You know what I mean? Some people be like, I got the, I got to have it. I got to have it. I got to be out here. I got to be out here smashing it all times. I need it 82 times a day. I'll be like, chill. No, I got to, I got to be, I need it right here, right now at all times. You'd be like, damn, man, just chill. Chill. Like, nah, man, I got to be out here stroking it. Then it's like, all right, well, you need somebody close because you can't control your crotch. But for me, 
I'm good on sex every so often. I'll be like, you know what, man? Let's get it in. And then I'm cool for, you know, a long ass time. So, yeah. Yeah. That's a, that's a yay for your boy. It works for me. Um, Love is Blind, I don't watch that show. I'm sorry. I don't watch Love is Blind. Love is Blind, and it'll take over your mind. You need to elevate and find. Uh, five comedians. This is from uh, Bundy McBuckets again. Five comedians from the 80s and 90s that you would love to tour with. Damon Wayans, Sinbad, Jerry Seinfeld. Simple as that. Easy answer. Damon Wayans, Jerry Seinfeld, and Sinbad. Um, but I got to, I got to pick two more. But those three for sure. Those three for sure. I'm going to throw Bernie Mac in there because I feel like since we both from Chicago, I feel like we're going to hit it off like gangbusters. I feel like I feel like me and Bernie Mac would hit it off tough. So absolutely, Bernie Mac, I need one more. I need one more. Let's do 80s and 90s. Let's do... I could do George Carlin. I feel like George Carlin would be great conversation. I like his voice. Uh, I would love. I, I would love to go on the road with with George Carlin. Yeah, that'd be dope. So, Damon Wayans, Sinbad, Jerry Seinfeld, Bernie Mac, George Carlin. That's my five right there. That's my five right there. I feel like I could learn a great deal. I can learn a great deal from Jerry Seinfeld on just the mechanics of, of, of stand-up. I can learn a great deal from just energy and presence from Sinbad. I can learn a great deal from Damon Wayans with the storytelling, talking about his life, and then going into character work on stage. I can learn a lot about Bernie Mac. I can learn a lot from him about the confidence, the cadence, um, and then George Carlin, just like the information, like, you know what I'm saying? The the subject matter, the the social, the social vibe of stand-up, I can learn a lot from him. So those are the five for me. Those are the five for me, huh? Hmm? Uh Damon Rowland asks, how do I prepare for a comedy show? Uh I don't do a lot of pre-prep for a comedy show. Um, I have in my head what I want to do, what I want to talk about. Like like last night, for, for example. Last night, I was doing cab show at Flappers, right? So before the show, I had some stuff written down that I wanted to touch on. Like I just, I just wrote them down. I was like, all right. Not the jokes themselves, but just the topic. I would write down the topic and be like this, this, and this. So, uh, so before the show, I just took it easy. I ate. I cooked. I laid down for a little bit. Um, then I got ready, washed up, got ready, got dressed, went over there. And then I was just chilling. I was just chilling in the green room, uh, watching the other comedians, you know, getting the feel for the material they were, t- they were delivering and talking about. 
And then I went up there and, you know, did 12 minutes. And so so my prep isn't really – now, when I'm on the road, when I'm headlining, I like to make sure I don't eat heavy before I have to perform. Um, I try to make sure that my energy's right and I know what I want to talk about um, in advance. And then, you know, I pray before I go up, like, please, God, let me deliver – let me deliver in a, in a great fashion. Let me have a great show. Please let me connect. And then boom, that's it. That's my prep. Nothing too major, nothing too fancy. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Joshua Kador asks, woman cheating at the Oma, Oma concert? I don't know anything about this. Um, You know about it? Yeah, I think it's. I honestly think it's like a scripted thing. Oh, it feels did, like. Did she cheat with Oma? Is that it? Ooh. It's like it got brought up on stage, like front row of the concert. Brought on stage, the dude is like upset because it's like his girlfriend got brought on stage, uh, and then they go up there and they're doing like dance moves and stuff. It's real sexual, like and yeah. stuff like that. But it's like she knows the cues almost, like she's in the. Mm. That's what made me be like, ah, oh, it seems a little, seems stage. a little scripted, yeah. yeah. And then it's like, well, there's a backlash with it, so she's getting. Oh, so she didn't technically cheat. She just got too into the performance. Yeah, it was, but it seemed like it was it was set up in that way. She didn't she didn't seem nervous at uh, all. Like you know, you bring somebody on stage, it kind of of course. Know, she get up there, she's all into it, doing the moves with them and stuff. And I'm like, I yeah. don't know, bro. It kind of looks a little. Mm-hmm. Uh, but people been talking about it. It's been a week at least. It's oh really? Been, yeah, shit. it's been all over the internet and just oh, wow. back and forth. And it's like, so a lot of people are like it couldn't be me. Yeah, it wouldn't be me and this and that, and she's trash and mm. this and that. And then I think, uh, what's his name, Kai brought him on the stream or whatever and, uh-huh. and gave him like $20,000. Oh, then, that's the dude he brought on. Yeah, it was the that guy. Not, so he got him a new girlfriend. Essentially, yeah. That's that's why, okay. Because I heard about the Kai thing and him giving somebody some money. Yeah. And him getting, oh, it was it was related to that. Yeah. Oh, uh, why he give him cash? He just gave him cash just to give it to it's him. It's like a like a, a sympathy thing, man. Like get you know get up on your feet. She left. She did this, whatever. Mm. You know, kind of one of those things or whatever. Got you. Yeah. And see, he was he was a little upset that she wouldn't come on the because he tried to get her on too. No. Uh-huh. Whatever. But I mean, if she I was her, I, I wouldn't do it. Either. I wouldn't do it either. Not, if I'm not getting to that ripped to shreds. No. Nah, man. <laughs> Hell no. Nah. No. Nah. So she she got in hot water because she did too much on stage. Hmm. I mean, it's all about it's all about your personal boundaries as a couple, though. It's all about that. Like, you know, what works for one couple ain't going to work for another couple. So if he feels like she crossed the line and got a little too comfortable and into it on that stage, if if that's how, you know, he feels, that's how they roll as a couple, then... We can't be mad at him if he felt violated, if he felt like she went over the top and he felt embarrassed, he felt little. I mean, you know what I'm saying? You got to know your partner, though. You got to know your partner. Before you do something like that, before you get snatched up in the live performance and before, you got to know who you're with. You know? And... If you don't know who you're with, that's when you run into the problems. Like, you know, I thought... I thought I thought it would have been all good. You know what I'm saying? But you should know your partner beforehand. You should know them well enough before you get into situations like this. Like, yo, 
if I go up on the stage, I'm gonna fully, I'm gonna fully go in on this. And you'd be like, all right. Or like, nah, I would feel uncomfortable. So it really just depends on the couple at hand. So for me, like if I was with a girl and, you know, we was just real chill, real kind of relaxed on stuff like that. And then, you know what I'm saying? Like if if I had a girlfriend and we go go to the Usher concert and Usher's serenading her and she, you know, she having a good time with it, I'm not going to be tripping. Like I'm not, I'm not tripping at all because I'm right there. I'm right there. So it's just like, hey, man, have fun, get involved in the show. This is what this is what he does. This is this part of the show. Um, so I'm not gonna go in there with that insecure energy right off the top because I know it's just a performance. You know what I mean? So, so I ain't really tripping on that. that that's just me though. That's just how I'm wired. Cause I'm right there. Like if I wasn't there at the show and she was doing extra and like you know taking her panties off and sliding them across his nostrils and then you know what I'm saying? Then I'm like, hey man, what the hell is this? What the hell going on? So you took your drawers off at the concert. You know, I'm laid back, but goddamn, you took your panties off and slid them across his nostrils. What what is you doing? What is you doing? Then, then that's when I that's when I would have to be like, hey man, you slid your panties across his nostrils. We're done. Don't call me. Don't come by my house. We're done. <laughs> Panties across the nostril. I know that was extreme, but, you know, it would have to be like, you know, something like that where it's just like, yo, man, you violated the sanctity of the relationship when you slid your panties across his nostrils. We got to have a talk. We got to have a talk. But like, you know, but I'm I'm not real I don't like being insecure and I don't like being uh you know just a just a tight ass when it comes to stuff like that. Like, you know, I consider myself kind of kind of laid back for the m- most part. It might I I have my insecure moments, sure, but like overall it's just we just having a good time, you know what I mean? So It would have to be an extreme case for me to be like, man, couldn't be me. Couldn't be me. All right, let's do a couple of this or that. And uh, we out of here. Gladys Diaz, this or that. Would you rather skydive or climb Mount Everest? Man, I'm skydiving. I'm skydiving all day, man. You know how much work it is to climb Mount Everest? Climbing Mount Everest, that's work. That's work. With a hard, bold, capital K at the end. That's work. Tough. That's big work, man. Skydiving. Let me skydive real quick. Because, you know, climbing Mount Everest, that would be an enormous feat. That would be an enormous thing that I just tackled and captured. And it's like, yo, I really climbed Mount Everest. I feel like a complete human. I never would have thought I'd be able to do what I did. And I just feel accomplished. And then you're crying and it's emotional. But skydiving, man, I could just do that a couple, few times a year. Like, man, I'm going skydiving, y'all. I'm going skydiving, man. I could do it again, man. Run it back. I can do a quick run it back, man. Take me back up top, man. Let's double up. 
You know what I'm saying? And I want to get to the skydiving where I can skydive by myself with nobody attached to me. That's what I want to do. I want to skydive solo. I don't want a man attached in my booty cheeks, in my lower back. I don't want to be, you know, attached. He on my lower back. You know what I'm saying? Where's where's his crotch situated? As we do, as we go down to Gelba. Where his crotch at? You know what I'm saying? We 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 caked up. We caked up. We in prom pose on the plane before we jump out the plane. We prom pose. He behind me holding me at the waist. And I'm just like, hey, you know, we about to do this. And then we jump out the plane. And it's just like, man, I want to do it solo. I want to jump out the plane Tom Cruise style. You know what I'm talking about? I want to jump out the plane, no shoot, and I want to catch somebody mid-fall that has a shoot, and then we do it together. I want to come in and grab you by the booty cheeks and then pull the and then pull the string. I want to be the one coming in hot. I'm I'm the top. I'm a top. You know what I'm saying? If I was in the gay community, I'm in the back. That's I don't want to I don't want to be held in the prom pick. I'm in the back. You know what I'm talking about? So skydiving it is over Mount Everest because that just looked like. And then, you know what I'm saying? People be dying in Mount Everest. I mean, I'm sure there's been skydiving mishaps, but people really be out here dying in Mount Everest. Dead bodies are just still up there. They got dead bodies in Mount Everest right now, still intact, just laying there. Cause can't nobody get up in there and get the get the get rid of the body. So they up there right now. They up there right now. Dead. And I don't wanna I don't wanna be one of them dead bodies, man. I don't wanna be one of them dead bodies up in Mount Everest, man. Watch out. Look out. Cafe Olayax, this or that. Pantyhose or slip on a woman. Traditionally, nude pantyhose at that. I'm not a fan of the pantyhose. I'm not a fan. The pa- pantyhose do nothing for me, man. The pantyhose? Not I, I could care less about the pantyhose. Could care less, man. Look out. I remember growing up, my mom used to get pantyhose and they came in this egg. It was like a little egg that the pantyhose came in. I used to always play with those eggs, though. Like, I would I would put my G.I. Joes in the eggs, and that was like a little vehicle for the G.I. Joe to, to get around there. If they had to go underwater, they would be in the eggs. So when I, would, when, I, when I would take baths and stuff, I would have the eggs in there. You know what I'm saying? So I had fun with the pantyhose egg. But other than that, pantyhose is, who cares? They don't do nothing for me, though. Like when you get that traditional sexy lady, she got her toe pointed and she putting on the pantyhose slow. She be propped up, you know, foot foot all like this. And she be like this here. And I be like, man, take the pantyhose off. Putting the pantyhose ain't doing nothing for me. Take the pantyhose off. So I'm not I'm not into all that lingerie and the and the the little the little leg things that come up to here and then they got the lace top on the I'm not into that. I'm not into that. So of course I'm gonna pick the slip for the this or that. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with the slip. But I'm not even really into the slip. I mean, you know what I'm saying? The slip is just whatever too, but it is more than the pantyhose, at least. But 
Nah, man, I'm not into the lingerie, the Fredericks of Hollywood, Victoria's Secrets. The sexiest thing to me, I'm low maintenance. Yeah, she got on some, just some, some little shorts. You know, those track shorts, not track shorts, but those, those, those shorts with the little, they usually got the white line on the side and they just kind of, they be short and they just, they just make the cheeks just look ready for battle. And it's just like, and she got on a, a, a tank top, no bra. It was just like a tight fitting t-shirt and the short. That, that to me is the ultimate, that's the ultimate lingerie. A tank top with no bra, that is just goaded for me. It get no better than that, man. Just a tank top, no bra. Loose. Where you get the side boob action on the, you like, oh, man, that, that's some side boob out here. You just out here with just, I, I am powerless against the woman in the tank top, no bra. It's a wrap, man. Pack me up and ship me straight to hell, man. It is, it's a wrap. The tank top is undefeated. That's the ultimate lingerie for me. All that Fredericks of Hollywood, Victoria's Secret, silky, satiny bullshit, man, you can keep it. All the lacy, pantyhosey, look out, man. Watch out. It, it, it feels transactional. Once I see all that, it feels transactional like I owe you money. But just chilling in some nice track shorts and little booty shorts and the and the and the tank top. No bra. Whoo! Now we cooking. Now we cooking. That's the ultimate. That's the ultimate for me. I'll just be like, man, you just out here. You just out here in your tank top, huh? That's crazy. That is just That's what you're chilling in. That's what you that's what you're making the breakfast in, huh? You just you just making breakfast in the in the in the tank top, no bra, huh? Just making your little breakfast, huh? Just making coffee. Oh, that's that's fantastic. You uh, uh whew, you're thirsty? Cause I am. Uh that's crazy. That's what you. That's what you make your little breakfast in, huh? Mm. That's wild. That is wild. Uh, you need some help. You need me to help. Okay. All right. Bet that. Bet that. <clears throat> sunny side up, indeed. Sunny side up, indeed. Hmm. Yeah. But that's that's my answer. In a long-winded way. <laughs> I'm a simple man. I'm a simple man. I'm a man at the end of the day. Don't you recognize there's a man standing here? There's a man standing here. All right. This is a long one. This is the last one. This is the last this or that. All right. King Julius D. Pick one. One, you're being held hostage for the information on the vault codes to the water supply. The choices. I could either snitch, 
You get your freedom back with unlimited free access to food, venues, shopping, etc. to anywhere in the city, but everybody in town knows you snitched. And anybody can randomly be the op. Or keep it. You get your leg cut off to the mid-thigh, end up with a prosthetic leg, get the hero, get the hero of the city honor, no benefits. All your bank accounts emptied and you never sell out a show again, but you're forever known as the city hero that never snitched to save it. (laughs) Damn. So I lost the leg. I lost the leg. Yeah, I'm the hero of the city, but I get no benefits. My, My bank accounts are empty. And I never sell out a show again, but I'm just taking pride in the fact that I'm known as the the city hero that never snitched. I'm snitching, man. I mean, you you really set it up for me to be the snitch. My my shows ain't selling out. My bank account empty. I got half a leg. You know what I'm saying? Like, come on, man. You set me up for the snitch. You're like, man, Tony be snitching. But you know what? I'm out here eating. I got both my legs. I'm out here thriving. My bank accounts is robust. You know what I'm saying? What about pride and integrity? I mean, I get it. I get it. Anybody could be the ops. They can get the revenge at any moment. But man, being the hero of the city, knowing who I am, though, Knowing who I am and what I'm about and how I'll be moving, I'm going to probably end up going with the keeping and lose the leg and just be the, the, the city hero that's broke. That's probably what I'm going to lean towards. I'll be like, man, I got to look at myself in the mirror at the end of the day. And I can look myself in the mirror at the end of the day if I never snitched. But to make this question just more entertaining. I'm dropping dime, man. I'm dropping the dime. I'm giving information, man. I'm snitching. Because I want to be out and about. I want to get food. I want to go to the venues and shopping. I want to be anywhere in the city. But, you know, anybody could be the odds, man. But listen, I want my leg, though. I want my leg. And I want my bank accounts robust. And I want to be able to sell out shows. Even though they're going to be looking at me, you a sellout. You snitched. Hey, man, watch that man. Security, get him out of here. I can just be like, security, get his ass up out of here. So in this case, I'm snitching, man. You set me up, Julius. You set me up to be the snitch. You you laid it out perfectly to where, oh, yeah, he going to pick snitch. But everything in my bones, at the root of my soul, I'm not going to snitch. So I'm talking this snitch shit right here, right now. But in reality, if it came down to it for real, I'm going to be like, integrity. Anyway, man, I'm getting the hell up out of here, man. Shout out to my patron saints. These questions and topics were fire today. I appreciate y'all for pulling up, man. You know, I I care about y'all. love y'all passionately. Shout out to the new members that just joined the patron sainthood, man. 
I appreciate y'all for signing up for real, for real. You know what I'm saying? Not just the, not just the free membership, but you signed up for real, for real. I want to give y'all a special um, shout out. I see some upgrades in here. Shantae upgraded the membership. She went to the $10 joint. You know what I'm saying? So I want to give a shout out to Miss J. Rowe, Black Country Music, Ben Member, Shantae 216, Brian Johnson, Jessica Amos, uh, San Francisco 49er Girl, and TJ the Terrific. Welcome to the Patron Sainthood. We're going to have a good time. Shout out to my usual Patron Sainthood, my hitters, my day ones, all y'all. I appreciate y'all. Thank you for supporting. Don't forget to check out the new episode of uh, Ball Brothers, which is on Kev on Stage Studios YouTube page right here, right now. Um, check out our picks for the top 10 Michael Jackson videos. Um, check that out. Support Daddy Issues. New episodes drop every Thursday. And Verbal Cardio drops every Wednesday, man. I want to thank y'all so much. And uh, thank you for tuning in to another session of that Verbal Cardio.